This is David Reed with GateWorld.net. I'm with the great Craig Veroni. How are you doing, Craig? I'm good. Welcome. <laughs> Hi to everybody out there. We're glad to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, how did you first learn Groden would not survive at the end to, to meet season two? I actually got a call from N. John Smith, uh, ah. one of the producers who was uh, very kind and gracious enough to give me a call before I, I had picked up the script. Uh, he phoned me and said, you know, I don't know if you've gotten the script yet. And I said, no, I You better I sit down then. And he said, well, I've got some bad news where, uh, the, you know, the writers have, have they're killing off Groden. And ah. there was a, a long pause and a bit of silence, but, uh, you know, uh, these things happen. And, uh, right. And just, it's, it's the business. The writers have... Uh, Story and plot lines, and mm -hmm. um, sometimes characters die. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I think the, one of the big things was in the siege. We obviously know Atlantis will not be destroyed. Yes. And uh, the main characters are not going to be killed. Of course. Yeah. In most cases, at the end of the season, you know. Yeah. Well, but unless I, it's the Sopranos or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish it's not. Um, your death, your character's death, gave the siege meaning well and that's what uh, you know as Martin Wood said that that's what they wanted when the writers were writing the story they wanted to mm -hmm. they wanted to have um, a character you know get killed mm -hmm. in the episode but they also wanted the, the, that character to have um, characters to have, to have weight with the audience right so they had to pick a, um, a character that had sort of been through the season that the, that the audience cared about and, and knew um, that wasn't one of the main characters, but would have some impact mm -hmm. on the audience when when he, you know, was blown up in the satellite. So, right. And uh, my character fit the bill, I guess, fit the description for one of, you know, for the one to one to go. So. Well, you know, some fans have been tossing around the fact that there were a lot of darts in the vicinity, and maybe he got beamed aboard. Well, there's been I've, I've heard many many different rumors and speculations about from fans and, and uh, you know about what has happened to Groden and that he's not dead. He's not. He didn't blow up in the satellite. That he's on board a right ship. That yeah. he's being interrogated or whatever. And, uh, and they could conceivably do that. It's all conceivable. It's all very logical. Um, but like I say to the fans, it's uh, it, you know it's it's in the writers' hands. It's uh, they have story and plot lines for season two that they're they're working on and, and going with and um, you know if they decide that that Groden fits into those plans somehow then that would be great I you know I'd, it's a fantastic show to work on yes. the, the 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 Stargate family is li literally that it's a family the, the producers the writers the directors all the crew are incredible people and they care passionately about the show and what they're doing um, and they care passionately about you know the the people that they have working for them. So I I really miss being there. It's, uh, it was a, a wonderful opportunity. So and I'm thankful to have been a part of it for for season one. You were in Rising. You were right at yes, the very beginning. Right in fact, you were the one of the first who actually had lines. <laughs> um, did you know that this would be a recurring role? I did. Okay. Yes. Yes. This was part of the the character description. Okay. You know, uh, that he would be a recurring character. Now, when you hear those words, you, you never know how much the character will recur in a season. Um, and I was fortunate. I was in about, I think, 10 episodes, you know, out of the 22 of, uh, of season one, which was, which was fantastic. So um, you never, it all depends on, like I said, the writers and, and their, 
clear story and plot lines as to whether your character will be there and in, in what capacity. So I was very happy, you know. I, um, I, I have no complaints. What is your most poignant memory of working on the show? Uh, it would have to be filming, you know, the scene in the space station where I'm looking up at the camera and it's pulling away at me because it that was, was it. the last scene of my last day of filming. Oh, they left it at the end. It, wow. It, it was, yes, it was the final scene to be shot. So the last half of that day, I was literally by myself. Um, so it was just me working with the work, working with the rest of the crew, filming that whole scene where you know um, McKay is talking to me and I'm responding and there's lots going on and I'm trying to fire the weapon and whatnot and uh, so that that would probably have to be the most poignant because it's uh, it was, I literally felt on my own you know um, but it was great it was it was great. Mm -hmm. What were your original expectations for the show and your role within it? I had no expectations really because um, this was, uh, you know, I, I didn't know much about the character other than what was written in in the pilot in Rising because I, at that point, didn't have uh, word yet that I, you know, was going to be in the next episode or, or how many episodes I'd be in. So I, it was for me, it was literally sort of. Um, episode by episode as to what was what was happening um, and I, I really didn't have any expectations um, I was told it was a recurring character and you know you hope you're going to recur as much as possible um, and I, they certainly you know put me in a, in a number of episodes I wish the character was flat, fleshed out a little more that was one of my uh, you know they probably the only disappointment I have uh, about working on the show for season one would have been that the character wasn't fleshed out more. And I think that's simply because they had so many characters they were working on. You know, there was there's a lot of characters to 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 think about and, and plot lines and uh, exactly it uh, it was just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. You worked. You spent a lot of time uh, with Dr. Elizabeth Weir, played by which I love, Tori Higgins. And I and I and I wish that that had been developed more. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. great, sort of always being alongside Weir and being, you know, in amidst all the action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is your opinion of Tori Higginson as an actress? She's phenomenally sweet, woman to work with. Absolutely, uh, a joy to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a strong relationship with uh, Dr. Weir. What is your opinion uh, about those scenes? I think they're great. Um, it's it's one of the things that I really liked about you know the um, the writing. Uh, I, I'm, I, I said earlier that I wish the character had been fleshed out more, but but there were areas where you know things were fleshed out, and those were one of the things that I enjoyed was the, the relationship with Weir. Um, there was a you know it was starting to sort of happen or sort of a relationship with McKay, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which 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 kind of got replaced when when Zelenka was brought in they really found someone to to sort of you know go at McKay with with, with Zelenka uh -huh. so um, yeah no my, my relationship with Weir I think was a great one it was, it, all the scenes were always very um, very strong you know yeah um, where were you hoping this character would go before you got the call I was hoping that um, they would toughen the character up 
somehow that they would give more edge to the character right right more of a, an edge to the character and toughen him up a little bit um, I like the fact that he was uh, sort of a uh, you know a contained British persona um, that in a crisis situation he you know he's there focused he'd get the job done but I also wanted uh, to have more uh, a few more flaws in him a, few, a little more yeah. edge, a little more edge to him yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay okay um, are you hoping that there will be flashbacks to year one where you will be included of course <laughs> and that's that's a possibility because that that first year was so important right you know like from before I sleep you know we had the flashback to the beginning of yeah. the show yeah so good uh, what do you think is Groden's most endearing quality his most endearing quality well as a question for the fans <laughs> I uh I don't know. Um, his most endearing quality. For me personally, the the thing that that I like most about the character was the um, sort of dry sense of humor that the character had, you know, um, and McKay is a very you know in-your-face kind of character. Um, I wish that, that, that they were being, being able to develop a little more this sort of, uh, you know, acidic wit to, uh, to Groden. But I, I like the fact that he's, you know, got this dry sense of humor. He's, you know, um, he's uh, not typically British, but he's got some, some British attributes that people identify with. Um, and you know, there was there was a certain un, certain charm to the character that that I tried to imbue him with mm-hmm. that uh, that I that I hope came across. Mm-hmm. If you could return for only one more show, what would it be about, and what would Groden's um, function be? Only one more show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I. I I, I just hope he could come back. Uh, if, if, if it could only be one show, I'd hope that he'd be able to come back and we could see sort of the character fl- fleshed out fully we get so, so that the, the audience is left with a, a really strong, clear impression of, of the character wholly. And then if he has to die, that he dies in a heroic fashion. Again. Say, again. <laughs> yes. Say, you know, trying to save the, the, the people in Atlantis. Because he cares deeply about these people. I mean, everyone in Atlantis cares about each other. You know, they, they went on this one-way mission, right? Knowing that they'd never go back. All so they have is each other. All they have is each other. So, right. yeah. If there's anything you'd like to say to the fans, um, they are listening and watching right now. Well, the one thing I'd like to say is thank you for your support. The, I mean, the show doesn't uh, go anywhere without your support. You're, you're incredibly loyal. Um, fans, Stargate fans are incredibly um, supportive and loyal, and I thank you for that. And right now we're at um, a Stargate convention in Vancouver, which is my first convention. And I have to say that the, the fans that I've met here over the weekend 
have been phenomenal. They're incredibly supportive, incredibly sweet, and, and I've got many people coming up to me saying, we're sorry your character's dead. Why is he dead? You know, um, it's, it's, it's been very touching, and, and I, I really appreciate uh, everything that the fans do. For those of you who write fanfics, um, this is something that, that I wasn't aware of before, and oh, it's something totally. I've been introduced to in the last few months, and been able to go on and read, uh, you know, certain fanfics, which are hilarious and hysterical. So keep up the good work, um, and just thank you. You guys are fantastic. Craig Ferroni, thank you. Thank you.